morning, good afternoon, good evening again. Um, uh, this is another program of Making Shaduchim Work with Mrs. Gertz. But today we have a new approach. Um, we are going to talk a little bit of how we can improve our character traits. And this comes very handy at this time, at this moment, after we celebrated Pesach. Then we have something that is called Counting of the Omer. The Omer was um, um, offering of barley and uh, oil to give on the Besamikdash an offering of coming to thank Hashem for everything that He has given us. But at the same time, it was in today's world a way where we can refine our different levels of our personality, our refinement in our needles, in our ethics. And uh, I was looking at a very interesting, very interesting uh, book, Fountain of the Omer, uh, by Rabbi Shimon Jacobson. And I really encourage everybody to have one of this, these beautiful books that really inspire us. So, you know, many people, however, are unaware that the oldest and most time-tested answers were given to us were 3,340 years ago at Mount Sinai. And that was called the Torah. You know, today, more than ever, people from all walks of life are searching for meaning and purpose. Some look for answers in meditation. Some look in self-help books, therapy, or religion, or, or yoga, or the 12-step programs, or in the New Age philosophies. But we have what is called the Torah. And the Torah means uh, instruction. The Torah gives us stories that are essence stories of how to live our lives. Also, it gives a blueprint of our spirituality that will illuminate the intrinsic levels and dimensions of our psyche and of our soul. So every event in the Torah reflects another aspect of our inner personality. Through its mitzvahs and commandments, the Torah teaches us how to actualize ourselves according to God's intention in creating us. By disaffirming the Torah, this phrasing, I'm sorry, defacing the Torah code, we disclose its personal message for us. So remember, in the Torah, every word there is deep, its personal, and its spiritual meaning. So let's go back to the process of receiving the Torah at Mount Sinai. It took 49 days of preparation. And that happened after we left Egypt. These 49 days are called the Sirat 
Sicily, the county of the Omen. You will see in Leviticus, in the book of the Torah, uh, 23.15, the verse states, You shall count from the day that you brought the Omer as a wave offering. The Omer was a measure of barley, approximately two quarts, that the Jews brought as the mincha or afternoon offering on the, of the second day of the Passover. This was followed by the counting of the Omer, where the Jews counted every day for seven weeks, 49 days in total, leading up to the festival of Shavuot on the 50th day, which also celebrates the receiving of the Torah at Sinai. So, very interesting, even after the destruction of the first and second temple, where the Omer offerings were brought, the tradition of counting the Omer uh, continued beginning with the second night of Passover. Everyone of these 49 days, binding Passover all the way towards the Lord, is accounting an orderly progression. At the end of the evening prayer, one on each of the 49 nights, uh, we are, every Jew is. Uh, obligated to recite a blessing and then verbalize it. The number of the day, in addition to commemorating the counting of the Omer, the 49 days of the prayer, also express a Jew's eager anticipation of receiving the Torah on Shavuot, 50 days after experiencing the liberation of so what is the significance of counting of the 49 days, and how does it relate to the anticipation of the preparation for receiving the Torah? What relevance does this counting have for us today, and how does this apply to the exploration of the inner dimension of the soul? Well, let me tell you, the answer to these questions lies in a deeper understanding of what it means the exodus of the Jewish nation from Egypt. The word is Mitzrayim, Egypt in Hebrew, which means the limitation, the boundaries, and represents all forms of conformity and definition that restrain, inhibits, or hampers our free movement and expression. Thus, leaving Egypt means to free ourselves from constraints. Uh, after leaving Egypt, the Jews spent the next 49 days in the desert, preparing themselves spiritually for the most monumental experience of all time, the giving of the Torah to Moses and the Jewish people at Mount Sinai. The 49-day period was one of intense character of refinement. It is very important that we refine our character in order to find really what who we are and what do we have to offer to the person that we want to connect with to be our partner very important for 49 days the jews climbed one step at a time up the emotional ladder towards a higher purity this purity of character refinement adjusts as much 
Revelation, who I'd like to go and to give over 2,000 years ago. Just as we slaves in Egypt, we could also be slaves to our personality or feelings, our set in our ways, our opinions of other people, um, by forces over which we often seem to have no control. So, again, the 49 days of the Spirit teaches us how to regain control over our emotions, showing us how to refine our character step by step in a way that is based on the eternal truth of the Torah. So, after the 49 days period, we arrived at the fifth mission, which is called the Matan Torah, or the giving of the Torah. Having fully achieved inner renewal by merit of having assessed and developed each of our 49 attributes, what is significant of the 50th day of Matan Torah? One day, we celebrate the festival of Shavuot. After we have accomplished all we can do on our own initiative, then we are worthy to receive a gift, Matan, from above, which we could not have achieved with our own limited faculties. We receive the ability to reach and touch the divine, not only to be cultivated human beings who have refined all of our personal characteristics, divine human beings who are capable of expressing ourselves above and beyond the definition and limitations of our being. The counting of the Sephira Omer, I'm sorry, that followed the Exodus for Egypt is a process that we must continually recreate in our life in order to achieve personal freedom. That's very important to internalize this. So let's talk a, a little bit about the emotional attributes of the Sephira. The Hebrew word of Sephira has several meanings. The most famous one is from a Kabbalist, the Ramach Moshe Cordovero in the 1570s. In his monumental work, the Pardes writes that Sephira means both Mispar, meaning number, and Sipur, as in telling the story. And the third root of the Sephira is Sapir, a sapphire, a stone, which is translucent crystal that shines bright. So counting the Sephira illuminates the different aspects of the emotional lives. The days of Sephiras tells us a story, the story of our souls, the spectrum of human experiences, divides into seven emotions and qualities known in plural as Sephirot. Each of these seven qualities in turn subdivides in seven again, making a total of 49. So let's understand. Each day in time has a life on its own. Again, each day in time has a life of its own. 
A day is unique energy flow, waiting to be tapped and challenged into the fiber of man's being. It's quite amazing, just to think in those terms. Each of the 49 days of Sephira illuminate one of the 49 emotions. Each day's energy consisting of examining and refining its corresponding emotion. After perfecting and purifying all 49 dimensions, we're fully prepared for receiving the Torah, Matan Torah. So for now, we are in sync with the 49 divine attributes from which the human attributes evolve. So each seven attributes at the same time has seven reoccurring attributes in each of the level. So of the uh, of the different emotions. So let's see. Let's uh see we we can explain this in a more simple way. So we have a description of seven emotional attributes that in various uh, combinations constitute the 49 qualities to be examined and developed during this period. And these are the following ones of many applications. So the seven emotional attributes, we start with the most important one, which is Hesed. Hesed also is symbolized in our body, our right side, our right shoulder. So what does Hesed mean? Hesed means love and kindness, benevolence. The next one, the, the next attribute is Gevura, which is located on your left shoulder, which is justice, discipline, restraint, and awe. The third attribute is called Tiferet, which is located in the heart, which is beauty and harmony and compassion. Netzach is in our torso, which means endurance, fortitude, ambition, humility, splendor. The next one is in our um, lower part of our body, which is um, in the hips, and that is called yesod, which is bonding and foundation. And lastly is markut, on the reproductive organs, mahut, which is nobility, sovereignty, and leadership. These 49-day uh, period of period, it's counted in each days and weeks. So the seven days of each of the seven weeks constitute the 49 days. Each week is represents a specific attribute, and each day within that week. It represents by an aspect of the attribute. Since a fully functional emotion is 
multidimensional, as I was saying, a sphere is something that is like a sphere, and it has many dimensions. It includes within it a blend of seven attributes. There are these Chesed, Gevora, Tiferet, Netzach, Hod, Yesod, Malkut, have the same combination within each one. We will we will talk a little bit more about it so you will understand how it works. I'll give you an example. The first week of the Sphere is dedicated to the attribute of chesed, of loving kindness. So one day, one of the week one will deal with only chesed. Chesed, sheva chesed, the aspect of loving kindness in loving kindness. On day two of the week, one we focus on Gevura Shevachesed, the aspect of restraint and loving kindness. On the third of the week, one the focus is on Tiferet Shevachesed. The harmony is loving kindness, and so on for all seven days of the week. This day-by-day day analysis will give you the ability to stand back and take an objective look at your subjective emotions and understand them and meditate about them, seeing their strong and weak points will in turn enable you to apply yourself to a development of perception of these feelings as you grow towards an emotional and a spiritual maturity in order to be able to recognize your partner that you would one day want to share your life with. It's that important. So we are now in week one, which is the attribute of chesed, loving kindness and benevolence. Benevolence, sorry, benevolence. Love is the simple and most powerful, necessary component in life. Without love, we don't exist. Today's world has a tendency to take away those moments of feeling, feeling towards your fellow person, to your loved ones. We're all busy. Our minds are taken away. But our heart has to still be functioning because it's the oxygen that we need in order to survive. So love is the origin of our foundation of all human interaction. It is both giving and receiving. It allows us to reach above and beyond ourselves to experience another person very important to experience another person and to allow that person to experience us. It is the tool by which we learn to experience the highest reality of ourselves. So remember, chesed, which is love, is transcendent, is going out of yourself to reach out to the other person and meet halfway 
So that is the beauty of this week that we're talking is the attribute of chesed. So we're going to start. The Omer count started uh, the day after Pesach, and we say a blessing, and then we say Baruch Ata Adonai Eloheinu Melech Haolam Asher Kiddishanu Vemitzvotav Vetzivanu Al Sefirat HaOmer Then you say Blessed art thou king of the universe that has sanctified us by the commands of saying of the Om, counting of the Om. So the first day we already counted had to do with chesed of chesed, loving kindness in loving kindness. So examine the love aspect of love. Ask yourself, where is your heart? Is it very hidden that there's no time to feel? Or we're very busy because we have business to do, or money to do, or studies to do, or survival to do. So the expression of love and its level of intensity Everyone has the capacity to love in their hearts. Everyone. We were given that that beautiful attribute. It's in our psyche. It's in our heart. The question is if and how we actualize it and express it. So ask yourself. What is my capacity to love another person? Do I have a problem with giving? I Am I stingy or selfish? Is it difficult for me to let someone else into my life? Do I have room for someone else? Do I allow room for someone else? Am I afraid? of my vulnerability, of opening up and getting hurt? How do I express love? Am I able to communicate my true feelings? Do I withhold expressing love out of fear of another's reaction? Or, on the contrary, do I often express too much too early? Do others misunderstand my intentions? Who do I love? Do I only love those who I relate to and who relate to me? Do I love the capacity to love a stranger, to lend a helping hand to someone I don't know? Do I express love only when it's comfortable? Why do I have problems with love and what can I do about it? Does my love include the other six aspects of chesed, of love and kindness, without which love will be distorted and unable to be 
truly realize. Love is not a question. Love is something that comes within you. And the homework of the day, I suggest, would be find a new way to express your love to a dear one. So this is the first day of Chesed of Chesed. That was week one, day one. Week one, day two. Today is day two of the offering. It doesn't say second. It's interesting. It says today is day two. We say the blessing, the bracha, and then we say out loud, today is Ayom Se Yom Sheni. Right? The Omer. So what is what does this day uh, include? Well, it includes Gevura of Chesed, discipline and loving kindness. Healthy love must always include an element of discipline and discernment, a degree of distance and respect for the other, an assessment of another's capacity to contain your love. Love must be tempered, and directed properly. You can ask a parent who, in the name of love, has spoiled a child, and normally that happens, or someone who suffocates his or her spouse, like, oh, not letting them go out with his friends or, or checking on their phones constantly, and who is this and who is that and doesn't allow the other person to have space of his or her own. Love with discretion is necessary to avoid giving to those who would use loving to perpetuate a negative behavior. So, things to meditate about. Is my love disciplined enough? Do others take advantage of me, of my giving nature? Am I hurting others by becoming the crutch in the name of love? Am I hunting or hurting my child by forcing upon them values system because I love them so? Do I respect the one I love or is it a selfish one? In my terms, only in my terms, not on your terms. That's a very important part there. Am I sensitive to his or her feelings and attributes? Do I see my loved ones as an extension of myself and my needs? Do I take into account the capacity of my partner? To receive love before I give it? Is my love giving appropriately or is it a selfish love? Rain is a blessing only because it falls in drops that don't flood the field. 
So one of the suggestions of the day could be help another in their terms, not in your terms. Apply yourself to their specific needs, even if it takes an effort. That is to help refine your attributes. The next thing, which was really yesterday, is day three. Today is the is three days of the Omer, where you say the bracha, and you say ayom shalosha yamin le'omer, which was yesterday. So, tiferet of chesed, which is compassion, harmony, and loving kindness. So, harmony is love, is one that blends both the with the chesed and the gevura, aspects of love. Harmonized love includes empathy and compassion. Love is often given with the expectation of receiving love in return. Compassionate love is given freely, expect nothing in return, which is a high level. Even when the others don't deserve your love, to fear it, is given also to those who have hurt you, is acknowledges the discipline of gavur, of restraint, and nevertheless calls for compassion and love to all. That is really a high level that we have to take our ego out of the, our situation and just give, because that's what we were born to do to give, to love, to reach out. So one of the uh, activities that are suggested, would be suggested, is offer a helping hand to a stranger. You will feel good about it. And we come to today's of the Omer. And by the way, I forgot, if you did not start with a blessing on the second day, you didn't count the omer. You don't need the blessing. You just count. Like like I said, today is day one. Today is day two of the omer. Today is day three of the omer. And right now, today is day four of the omer, which is Netzach of Chesed. Endures in loving kindness. So, these are the questions we should ask. Is my love enduring? Does it withstand challenges and setbacks? Do I give and withhold love according to my rules? Or is it constant regardless of the ups and downs of life? Which is that's the true reality. Sometimes we're up and ready to go and give, and sometimes we just don't have it anymore. Am I willing? To work at my relationship and fight for the love I have. Today, people give up so easily in a relationship because it doesn't fit their standards, which in reality is it's the ego that's stuck. Is it convenient? Not convenient. Do 
are thousands in the but they're really forgot that the one of us is the one who is directing the outcome. He is given the opportunity to give from yourself. Instead of looking at the negatives of the other person, the sexual, the child, the other, the child, when you dislike something in another person, it is because you are projecting that same thing that you have inside the body. And that's why you project it to another person. So be careful. Be careful in criticizing the other. Because really, what you're doing is you're criticizing the other. So you just cannot miss that's the ego talking. So again, does my love of spirit and valor, can I be counted on in good times as well as in bad times? Can say a sorry when you know that you haven't been a such a nice person? So an activity suggested would be to reassure a loved one of your constantly of love, reiterating in your how I really love you. Sometimes that can be a non-person, but that doesn't even matter. So it's very important to be in full regard to other children as important as you, as loving as you, and by doing that, and by having gratitude to the good God above, because He has given you all these beautiful opportunities to share. And if you're not enjoying yourself, if there's something that you are not really giving love, then you would be wanting the relationship. So, all of these tutorials. We will be continuing. We are just, we caught up to day four of the end. So if you have any questions, you know, talk to Mrs. Burke at shidokin.work at gmail.com and we'll be happy to answer any other questions. For now, I want to thank you. Please continue improving your attributes um, of behavior so you can work if you work on yourself it'll be like clearing up all the incrustations that you have that you cannot get over oh i have patience for the other people oh so it's the ego talking all time we have to silence the ego And allow the driver to be in the driver's seat and not us. We're the co-pilot. We're the ones that appreciate what the Almighty is giving. See, this uh, would be uh, a more dense, more different listening quality, a continuation of the festivity of the but with simple, it's 
soul, we take to just go into having a service of faith up in the order that we were made in the